Hello, and welcome to the Learn Gray podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Schmidt. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Learn Gray podcast. Um, I'm so happy to have everyone here. And I really wanted to take an opportunity to tell you a little bit about me and about Black Hills Advocate. And I'm so lucky to have my podcast editor extraordinaire, Bethany Adkins, on the line with me today to interview me. And so um, as we go on this journey together, I thought that it might be important for you to hear a little bit about Black Hills Advocate, how we got started, my personal journey into entrepreneurship, and um, you know, just see where it goes. So hi, Bethany. Hi, Jenny. I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you for having me. And I'm just excited to be part of this journey with you. Thank you. It's um, been a long time coming and something that I've been rolling around in my head for a long time. And I just want to thank you so much for um, being so kind and patient with me and helping me get all of the technology pieces in place so that um, I can focus on interviewing amazing people and sharing my knowledge with our audience. Well, it truly has been a pleasure, but I'm excited to ask you questions. And so I'm just going to dive in. My very first question, as you had said, you, which I think is so important, you want to share more of the story and the why and just the heart behind everything that you do and how you got to where you are today. So I know that's like a massively loaded question, but if I could break it down a little bit more, if you could pick one story or one moment that kind of led to where you are, where would you begin? So I think I would begin uh, when I was a little girl. So my um, mom got pregnant with me when she was in college and she wasn't married And, you know, she knew she was 21 years old and she knew the best thing she could do for both of us was to finish her college degree. And so as a result, she asked her parents for help. And that resulted in me spending a ton of time with my grandparents, which was magical. They lived on a farm ranch um, just south of Timberlake, South Dakota, out in the middle of nowhere. And there were milk cows and dogs and cats and horses. And I had a pet um, lamb and a pet chicken. And it was, and of course, like living with your grandparents, you, you never get told no for anything, like whatever you want is on the table. Right. And, um, but, but the other side effect of that was they lived in a, in a pretty small house and everything in a farm ranch house gets talked about around the kitchen table. So, you know, neighbors and friends would stop by and everything would, would get talked about, you know, birth, death, drought, crops, farm animals, um, politics, like all of it. And so from a really young age, I was always surrounded by people who were generations older than I was. And that really shaped me. Um, my grandparents always taught me to respect my elders and to be of help and service whenever I could, whether that be 
holding a door open, clearing plates, you know, doing whatever was required. And so that was, um, that was an important part, I think, of my upbringing. And I, as a result, as I grew up, I always had a strong connection to older people. Um, After my mom graduated from from college and eventually got a master's degree and um, began working in Rapid City and I, I, I went to school here, I had a paper route and um, I split the paper route in half with my brother. So it was like first, second, third, fourth, and fifth Avenue. So he had first, second, and half of third Avenue. And I had the other half of third, fourth, and fifth Avenue, even split. And his paper route on a daily basis would take him about 20 minutes. And my paper route on a daily basis would take like an hour and a half because I was friends with every senior on my paper route. And so, you know, some people would make like one lady would make me an after school snack every day. I would take out the garbage for someone else. I would come in and visit with somebody else who was, you know, bed bound. And, um, you know, I just had sort of open door access to, to seniors. And, um, so it, it kind of became a, a running joke in my family and just sort of a theme in my life. And after I got out of high school, I joined oh. the Navy. I was in the Navy for four years and then went to uh, college outside Chicago at Elmhurst College stayed and lived and worked in the city for five years, which was the perfect thing for, you know, a young single person to do. It was a ton of fun. And I, I loved, I love that city. Um, But, you know, at some point it, it was time to come home, come back to Rapid City close to my family and time to have kids and raise them and all of that jazz. And so when I came back, I actually applied for a job at a local retirement community as um, the director of marketing and business development. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like, this is all of my senior citizen dreams come true, right? Like (laughs) I'm going to work with with a whole uh, congregate living community full of seniors. And it was awesome. And I was there for nine years. And I, toward the end of my career, the last few years, I got a new office when we did a, a remodel and my office looked out on the parking lot. And the retirement community is beautiful. It was great, like such an awesome fit for people um, who could afford to go there and and meet the health requirement. But then there was like another segment of people that it didn't work for. And I would, and my office looked on the parking lot and I would watch those couples and families leave like with their heads hung. And I kept thinking like, well, who's helping them figure out their what's next? Like who's helping them figure out what a plan looks like for their future. Right. And so um, I always feel like we get these little God taps in life. And I think God tapped me and said, Hey, I think you could help them figure out the plan. Mm. And so I, and really in one night, I kind of sketched out um, what a business plan could look like and how that could work. And I took a leap of faith at, I quit my job like on a Friday at the end of May in 2015. And I started Black Hills Advocate on a Monday um, with a box of business cards and some rack cards that I had printed at the local printer. 
And my goodness, I just was like, okay, bring me your house that doesn't work, your spouse with dementia, your box of bills you don't understand, your complicated health diagnosis, your dysfunctional family, and I'm here for all of it. And um, it it worked out. So, you know, I mean, there was definitely kind of a need for that. And, you know, that was seven years ago, just over seven years ago now. And it's been the most interesting, diverse work I've ever done. I feel so honored to be allowed in the spaces that I am and to do the work that I do on a daily basis. It's just amazing. And I've met the most incredible people along the way. That is an incredible story. And I do think it goes to show like you, you really kind of just brushed over a huge part of the story where you said, you know, you quit your job and then you started a business up (laughs) from scratch. So you really brushed over that part. Um, And then you're like, oh, and it worked out, which I know there's probably a whole podcast series in between those two sentences that we could dive into. But I do think that it just goes to show like you said, when you get those God taps and you lean into them and you take those leaps of faith, all of the goodness that can come from that. So I want to ask when we talk about Black Hills Advocate, what services do you guys offer currently? So paint like, I hate to say ideal client, but paint a scenario for your audience, for somebody who's listening and just hears your heart behind this and hears everything that you offer, but is wondering, is this something that would be a good fit for me? Right. I don't know. I mean, I, I would like, I like to think of our business that we have sort of different channels, um, of our business. And so, you know, the first thing, the, the, the basic, the bread and butter of our business is really healthcare advocacy and navigation. And that can really, it really encompasses several things. So, you know, healthcare advocacy and navigation, we serve, and I'll just tell you kind of the different types of clients that we serve, because I think that might be easier. Yeah. Um, one, one type of client would be uh, elderly person or a vulnerable adult. So it doesn't necessarily have to be elderly. Like our, our youngest client is 18 and our oldest client is 104, if you can believe that. Wow. Um, would be a vulnerable adult that lives in the Black Hills, or actually we do work all over South Dakota, Um, who doesn't have family that lives locally. So, you know, I think, you know, in, in this day and age, there's a lot of, there's a lot of spread, right. You know, so you may grow up here and have aging parents that live here or family that lives here, and then you move away. And Rapid City is like, not the easiest place to get to in any way. Like we are pretty, we're pretty isolated. And so like, if you live on the East coast, it could be a 10 hour travel day for you to get to fly into Rapid City. And so, you know, we serve as sort of the local boots on the ground, um, you know, surrogate for uh, people who have vulnerable adult family members that live here. So let's say your aging parent falls and breaks a hip and needs to go to the emergency room and is going to have surgery and all of that. Sometimes it's really hard when we have, you know, providers that are working on providing care for your loved one and doing all of those things for you to know from a distance what's going on. So 
um, we're actually able to go to the hospital and, you know, help kind of translate what's happening both to our client and to their family to help everybody feel uh, more informed and connected. And then we also do uh, work with um, people who are chronically mentally ill. So adults who are have chronic mental illness and may be able to live um, independently or semi-independently, but really need a level of case management in order to do that. So need somebody to rely on. And sometimes those people don't have family or Maybe there's been a lot of water under the bridge or family dynamics that make it impossible for their family to be involved. And so we can step into that role and provide, um, you know, the case management required in order for that person to succeed at their highest level of independence and help them with things like, you know, life skills and medication management and accompaniment to appointments and, um, you know, all of those, all of those, you know, basically everything yeah. a supportive family member would do. That is so awesome. Yeah. And then another, the other channel of our business, that's, that's kind of a big bucket is the guardianship conservatorship work that we do. And that is actually a legal appointment through the court when someone has been deemed incapacitated to make any of their own decisions. And we do lots of contract work with hospitals um, for guardianship conservatorship, because if there's a patient that's in the hospital, the you know responsibility of the hospital is to formulate a safe discharge plan for that person. Well, if the person doesn't have capacity, they're unable to admit themselves to where they need to go next. Right. And a lot of times there's a coordination of benefits that needs to occur. Sometimes there's a Medicaid drawdown that needs to happen and somebody needs to take the reins and, and do that. And so um, we can step into that role, usually on a temporary basis, although we do a limited number of permanent guardianship conservatorships um, to help get those um, issues sorted out and get the person where they need to go. So, um, you know, it's kind of a kind of a broad range of things that we that we do. And we also yeah. do a lot of caregiver support. So you know, if you're an, a married couple and maybe one of you has um, a chronic illness and the other the other spouse is the caregiver. Yeah. So like, you know, dementia, MS, Parkinson's, you know, things like that. Um, everybody needs a wingman, you know, and being a caregiver is a lonely road and it's hard. And so we do our best to be of service to people who are providing caregiver services for a loved one. So, you know, and one of the big worries is what if something happens to the caregiver? What if the caregiver gets in a car accident or has a heart attack or needs to go to the hospital in the middle of the night? Who's coming over? Like, who's going to man the boat, you know, and come over and provide care for um, the person with the chronic illness and what kind of emergency plan do we have in place? So we work on developing those emergency plans um, and, you know, just being of service in the moment. That's absolutely incredible. I, so I used to be a nurse and just like working in the medical field and seeing all of this, it is a daunting being a caregiver is a daunting thing. Um, just seeing families navigate all of these unknowns when they don't know what is the next step? What is the right answer? What is the correct decision to make? 
that's already stressful. But then when you're in moments of crisis, it makes it even more stressful. So to have a company, uh, essentially a family like you guys, because that's really, it's you guys come around your clients almost as if you are family, like an extended family and to, um, be able to walk them through that. That's just such a, it's so impactful and I, it's so beneficial um, for so many people who I know could really use it out there. The other, I, I want to just add one thing. The other, the other, um, I think client group that we have a lot of are only children. Mm. And so when you're an only child and you're tasked with making all of these important decisions for your aging parents, like aging parents don't come with a manual. And raising parents is hard work. I tell people all the time. And sometimes those only children really need a wingman. They need somebody to to do shared decision-making with, somebody to bounce things off of as a sounding board to make sure that they're um, thinking about, you know, all the, all the, that they have all the options available and that they're making a good decision um, on behalf of their aging loved ones. So you know, I, and I love doing that kind of work because, um, you know, a lot of times people have the answers, they just need the validation or maybe, you know, maybe they don't know what all the resources are. And then you're able to like share, well, Hey, like maybe, maybe these three things are an option. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea um, that that was even available. So that is so awesome. So let's say there's somebody out there who is listening to this and they're like, I totally could use these services. Do you, do they, do you have to be, how does this work? Are you connected to certain hospitals out there or is it, they can seek you guys out and you're able to come in anywhere in South Dakota? How does this work? Yeah. So we are able to, to work, um, both all of the above basically. So it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be referred to us like by a doctor or a hospital or another provider. You're able to just give us a call and set up a, a, a free initial consultation. And, you know, sometimes people set up those initial consultations with me and I'm able to get them what they need in that free initial consultation. Um, and I don't, I don't ever gatekeep information, um, because we're dealing with people's lives here. And if I can give you what you need in a 30 minute consultation and you don't need to hire me. Awesome. Like I'm willing to give you all of my resources and knowledge. Um, and then, you know, if, if there's an ongoing need after that, then we can talk about putting, um, an agreement into place and we, we just, we work by the hour. So you can, I always tell people you can hire us for 15 minutes or you can hire us for a lifetime. We're here for whatever you need. And we have lots of clients who, um, you know, I think there's an ebb and flow in need. And so there could be a period of higher needs surrounding, a health event or maybe a, a transition into a different level of care or, you know, some things that need to be worked out and then people coast for a while and then they call back like when, you know, things um, heat up again or, or there's another situation that requires some navigation. So that's awesome. And then where, 
is the best place for people to reach out to you guys. I know you have a website. So all of the resources for this episode and every episode going forward will be in the show notes. So we'll make sure everything that is mentioned is in the show notes. But do you guys have like an Instagram page specific for your business? In addition to your website, email, just let us know. So, yep, we do. Our website is blackhillsadvocate.com and our phone number is 605-519-5051. And we ha- also have a Facebook page um, for our business. So you can get to us through any of those channels. And um, we are, we're always happy to meet new people and um, give you our expertise and, and knowledge and help you help you get going in the right direction. So that's awesome. And then I have one more question. Okay. I am really excited about is this podcast, which is going to be an absolutely incredible resource for your clients, for potential clients, for people who maybe never even become a client, but are just looking for some type of resource out there, like what you guys offer to um, get some wisdom to learn from you guys. And it, the best part about the podcast is it's completely free. So what yeah. can listeners expect on the show um, that you guys, that you have planned? Yeah. So I tried to do this podcast. I tried to do this podcast a couple years ago and um, there was just something missing. And I realized that the thing that was, and so it was just me, like I was recording every episode solo. And I gave it a lot of thought. And after some discernment realized that the thing that was missing was sharing with listeners, all of the amazing professional relationships that I have. And also some of the stories that we get to be a part of. And so in relaunching the learn gray podcast, I found you Bethany, which has been such a gift, um, to take some of that, the production, um, duties off of me so that I can really just focus on interviewing guests and, you know, doing the podcast. Um, and so I'm so excited because I've, as you know, I've already been recording podcasts with guests and it's been a total blast. And, I think that listeners will um, hopefully get a lot of resources and knowledge out of those conversations. Um, And also, I, I think they're just really, I think they're really entertaining too. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, this was incredible. I feel like I learned so much about what you guys offer. I'm just so excited to see this journey unfold. And anybody who's listening out there, I just want to encourage you guys uh, to follow the show. If it's if you're on Apple, it's in the top right-hand corner. There's a plus sign. On Spotify, there's a button that says follow. It's completely free, but that just ensures that you get notifications, almost like a text when an episode comes out. Uh, like Jenny said, she has amazing episodes in the queue that are going to be super informative, very educational, enlightening, and encouraging. So, um, yeah. yeah, Jenny, just thanks for letting me be a part of this. And this was great. Thank you so much, Bethany. You are blessing me with all of your talents, and I'm excited to see where this goes together. <laughs>